Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Baby, we are back, and it's We're been a minute since we've had a guest. A regular, regular episode. Just us shooting the shit with icon, legend, and, uh, you know, supermodel. Macy Redman! This is a super fun episode. It really is just shitty chatty. I could talk to Macy for hours. Truly. You know what? What? Maybe we should replace you with Macy. Okay. I'm just kidding. Spiraling. That's dark. All right. Enjoy this episode. And if you know any Alaska facts, write in. Write in, because <laughs> we don't know anything about Alaska, except for that Frankie Doom the moves state. there. We're talking about the state. Yeah. No, we know enough about Alaska Thunderfuck. She wrote a book. Um, Two books. Bye. Oh, bye. One book. That's a peace sign. One book, peace sign. Enjoy the show. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks? I'm Big Dipper and that's Meatball. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I feel like we haven't done that intro in nope, so long. It's been too long. It's been too spooky for too long. All we've been doing is talking about talking Dragula. Talking about Dragula. Oh, God. Renewed for season five. I will be auditioning. What if? Yes! What oh my God. if? That's exciting. I'm actually you offer should. only, so... Well, you won't be getting that offer. Let's ah! talk. <laughs> let's talk. Let's introduce our guest. Because listen, today we have a recording artist, songwriter, comedian, model, icon, legend, the one and only Macy, Macy Rodman. What's up? How are you? I'm so good. It's like eerily balmy in new york right now i was gonna ask how was your because i'm still even though i feel like i've lived in la now i guess it's been five or six years at this point i born and raised in chicago so still having like it be mid-december and no snow on the ground and no winter is still sort of mind-boggling to me so what's new york what's the vibe in new york yeah is it covered in snow yet no we've had one snowy day and then it keeps just like rapidly like going between like it oh is it summer like 60 degrees and like it's so cold like it's really weird global warming we it's love giving this global stuff. warming it's, <laughs> it's giving, giving no one's been talking about it but there's a thing called climate change and i don't know if you're familiar but we're all gonna Heard die Wait, you're originally from alaska is this correct what yeah alaska what? it's like what I'm from Juneau, and I've gone back in the summer a few times, and it's like, 
scary. That's like where it's like really obvious the global warming because it's like the glacier used to be like you could like walk out and touch it and now it's like a mile away. Oh no. It's wild. And it's like in the summer we used to get like 180 degree day and now every time I go up I'm like let's go to the beach eat. Like it's like warm. Wait, so how long were you, like, how long did you grow up in Alaska for? <laughs> I was born there, and then I moved away when I was uh, 18. What is there to do that, isn't there nothing in Alaska? I'm sorry, I'm there's, stuck on Alaska. There's nothing. Uh, well, yeah, when I, was a, it, when I was a kid, there was, like, nothing. I hated it so much, and then as an adult, I really like it. Like, I'm into, like, hiking. And like, oh. blah, 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 yeah, and the bars are kind of fun and local, you know. <laughs> local. Um, <laughs> She's a local girl. She's a local. She returns home. But uh, yeah, exactly. You can have those like, uh, like we had. I went back with my friend once, and we had a threesome with like a guy who worked at one of the <laughs> bars. Like, you know, it's like fun oh, to like, go back that. and like stunt on the hometown <laughs> trade, you know. But you're like, yes, of- I'm from here, but I'm giving Brooklyn these days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, just the thought of Alaska feels so. I mean, obviously, it is far away. What a weird. Sorry, I mean, sorry to be weird, but what a weird let's thing t- for this country Alaska to be talk. like. Yeah, that state's ours as well. Welcome to Alaska Talk. Oh, this is Alaska Talk. Welcome to Alaska no, Talk. I, yeah, how do you claim a state so far away? I guess. Well, yeah, there's Alaska. Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, just like, yeah. Oh, we'll take Guam, we'll take all these honey. places that like yeah, exactly. That like we we people are living there, but you know, we think they're unclaimed. <laughs> so we'll just put the add them all to cart, you know? Add them all to all cart. The- it does just seem weird. It seems like such a I guess I just don't know my like, you know, US history when it comes to Alaska. Like why why is that a state and not part of Canada? And now um, you're gonna get a million answers from our listeners that are like, different yeah, you fucking moron. I kind of free I mean, obviously I knew when I lived there, but it I, it was part of some <laughs> treaty uh I think with like Canada also or I don't I, I don't people got up there because of the gold rush. Got and then they were like, it. This is why we want this is because there's gold here, etc. And then eventually oil and you know. A lot well, of natural resource. Let's hard pivot to something we uh, all know something about. about. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Wait, what were you saying? Before? Oh, hell yeah. I was going to switch over to gigs in Brooklyn. But Lady Gaga, that has to do with the oh, gigs because yeah. you've been doing the Gaga gig. Oh, yeah, baby. That's been Ch- fun. Chiquitita has been doing all the... She's been going through all the Gaga albums. What are those gigs like? They look like They look amazing. insane. They're so fun. Cheeky, like, just, like, uh, cast the show. Like, she does, like, uh, basically, like, one person per song. Um, and then just plays the album, like, start to finish. Um, and so no DJ. And a, a Just press play. <laughs> basically, yeah, totally. We've done Chromatica, Art Pop, and then uh, Tonight is Born This Way. Oh, it's Tonight? Um, yeah. Amazing. Are it, you performing? Yeah, tonight? we have. Yeah, I'm. Well, this will be coming out later. So I'm doing yeah. uh, Government Hooker <gasps> and uh, Fashion of His Love. Oh, I love those songs. Actually, I think I like yep. most of Gaga's songs. Those shows must be so fun. Isn't it the Sultan <laughs> Room or where is it? No, it's at Come On, Everybody. Oh, okay. That's one of the bars yeah, that really? I haven't been to. 
I love the title. It's really cute. They own. Um, they also own this one in like uh, Park Slope called Good Judy. Yes, I've been seeing a lot of people post about Good Judy. See, now I need to get back to Brooklyn because I feel like the only ones that I knew about were Metropolitan, Macri Park, and what was the other one? That Rosemont. I, Rosemont. You knew about Rosemont. I used to black oh, out Rosemont. Rosemont. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's shifted so much. I mean, after COVID, it's like um, it's uh, it used to be all like one kind of like section that mm-hmm. people would perform in and like walk between or whatever. And now it's just like everywhere. It's kind of expanded, like the location wise, which is kind of cool. Yeah, is it nice? Do you get like newer or different people in the audience because it is so far away? Or not so far away? But yeah, just a and I think area. because people are used to traveling, it's like we get like just like new regulars who end up coming to all the stuff, which is fun. Oh, I love a new regular. What is uh, <laughs> what is Government Hooker about? Um. Speaking in Stop German, putting baby. your hands on me, John F. Kennedy <laughs> tease. Um, very vibe of like, uh, like uh, <laughs> uh, Watergate, um, 9 11, etc. You know, <laughs> I feel like it's just like she was like cunt, but like uh, the post office <laughs> slash military. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? I give have no us... idea. You have no idea. You're like I'm performing it tonight. That's the no one that idea. she speaks fake German in, right? Or is that she Schlieb? No, that's Scheisse. Scheisse. Yeah. Never mind. Though. That's yeah. what those letters spell is Scheisse. Yeah. It's uh. It's like uh. Shit in German. It's like oh Scheisse. I I didn't know. I pronounced it the way Meatball just said, which was. Schleep. Oh, yeah, because it has that weird little, like, (laughs) schleep. I'm curious to know how you feel about Lady Gaga these days, because um, we're going to talk a little bit about Nymphowars. I would say Uh one of the largest themes uh, on your seasons of Nymphowars was A Star is Born. Just you talked about it pretty much constantly. Now, I I mean, Gaga has done so much recently. There's the Vegas, you know, the resurgence of the Vegas residency. There's all the makeup lines. There's um, obviously House of Gucci. And she's like completely in the press these days. I just saw a clip of her where she was talking about why she was credited as Lady Gaga and not as Stephanie Germanotta when she's an actor. Wait, what was that? Why? She was like, I am she's Gaga, like, I am Stephanie, I am all of the above. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to give the false impression that I uh, am ashamed of being Lady Gaga because that would be false. Like, it's just like... <laughs> I don't know what she said. What really. a psycho! But I love. Is her. she more I of a robot her. now than she's ever been? How do you feel? Her brain <laughs> deterioration <laughs> um, is like something that I think scientists will study for like <laughs> centuries. Uh, I don't know what she. She's like. I was like. Like, her cultural impact, uh, like, trying to compare it to, like, previous figures, I was like, oh, she's Madonna at the beginning of her career. And then it's like, oh, she's Cher. Oh, she's Liza. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, she's, like, late-stage Elizabeth Taylor. She's like, gladiator! (laughs) You know, like, who knows where she's going to go next? I don't know. 
Can I say, it kind of feels like Adam Driver can't stand her and all the press stuff that they do. Like, how he won't touch her. He, like, just doesn't want... But I also know that he's not a big, like, press person. He's more about the work of the film. And I feel like Lady Gaga kind of spat on his work by being like, I will only speak in an accent. You have to refer to me as this character. Like, method acting. And he's, like, such a good actor that I feel like they just got didn't get along. And I feel like she's just, like, she wants to, like, give the show of the press tour so much. And he's just like, shut up, shut up, stop it, stop it. (laughs) She's, like, giving us that, like, Elizabeth Taylor tea. Like, I'm going to show up to this movie premiere. I'm going to be done up. I'm going to show up on a boat for whatever. Like, she's crazy. Yeah. Well, she also completely, yeah. She, I mean, she she made a whole uh, new like vertical inside her makeup line to line up with house of Gucci. So like right. she's doing the full package and Adam's like, please, I just oh, want right. an award. He's like, I just <laughs> want to be a movie just... actor. <laughs> Wait, so she, did you see Annette yeah, at Adam driver's movie, Annette? No baby, Annette, the singing baby, Annette. <laughs> it's a musical. By what? the director of Holy Motors, this like art movie. He his like follow up to Holy Motors was this uh, was called Annette, and it's him and Marion Cotillard. And the first scene is like we are starting, we are starting. Every song is like like narrating what's happening, but like to the point where it's like so simple, it's like parody. They're like they meet and they're like we are in love. Like it's so psychotic. And then they give. I mean. I, not to you know give spoilers um uh if you're want to yep. watch a net like close your ears now Skip forward <laughs> but two minutes <laughs> but um they have a baby and it's a fucking puppet it's like a doll what and then no. but it's alive and the doll is like becomes like a famous opera singer yep there it is ah! Ah! Well, why, is, ears. why is his hair so long Adam oh, he drivers. plays like a shock jock comedian in this musical. <laughs> Macy, none of the Macy, things you just strung you together into to those us? sentences makes any sense. What the fuck? It's a fever dream. It's why it's on Amazon right now. Everyone should watch it. Go watch Annette. Listen, Go we're gonna take Annette. a quick we're gonna take a quick break. Go uh, watch Annette. We'll, and we'll be right back. We'll talk more. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. Can I be I on one of your songs? <laughs> yes, if you I've do that. I've shown the vocal range. <laughs> <laughs> I do it because I, I have heard you do it so many times. I try to do it sometimes. I'm like, ah! <laughs> it's hard. It's That's not a hard one easy. To hit. It's not easy. But, no. you know, I make it work. Um, <laughs> how have you, you released an album during quarantine? So what was that like? What was the whole process of getting that together? And the music videos are amazing. Um, oh, thank you. Um, so I uh, I like recorded it through 2020, like the bulk of the quarantine, and then released started releasing singles from it in 2021. So it was like stuff was a little open mm-hmm. um, when we were like shooting the videos and putting the songs out and stuff. Um, but yeah, recording the album was great because I was like, I'm getting unemployment. I like, don't need to be anywhere. Like, <laughs> let me just take my sweet ass time on this. Um, and then, yeah, as stuff has like opened up, uh, I've been playing a lot of shows in New York. Uh, I really want to like play shows other places, but, um, it's like just starting to open up. I'm doing South yeah. by in March. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's awesome. So the album. Yeah, I think I'm going to come to LA after. Oh, let us know. The album's called yeah. Unbelievable Animals. Um, yes. The videos are great. Did you just do a gig with um, with uh, Man on Man, with Roddy and... Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Roddy and, and Joey. Yeah. Great. I saw. I just saw them in LA on their little tour. Um, you didn't invite me? The audience was all bears. It's so the audience it, at the Man on Man show. <laughs> so it's so funny. <laughs> Did and you I like that audience? <laughs> oh, of course. I felt it so safe. <laughs> 
And I know Joey listened, so I wanted to say I didn't mean little tour in a diminutive way. On your little way. tour. On your little bag I, tour. On your little tour. Your little bag mm-hmm. tour they were doing, whatever you were doing. They were like Seattle, San Francisco, LA, and then going back to the East Coast. So it was it a was short like, right, It was tour. a short, Literally, that's un, un petit tour. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, but <laughs> More than I'm you're like, touring, you old Exactly. That's why, that's why I wanted to clarify, because I know Joey listens. But... Um, uh, it was that thing where I walked in and I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of bears in here." And I was like, "This, these are like the like um, mature, sophisticated art bears, which is very different from the bears who like come to my show and want to be like, yeah, <laughs> take your clothes off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're what all they're, the, the, Oh, sorry, Macy, you go ahead. Oh no, go for it. No, no, no. Do you bring an to- audience? Just kidding. Uh, and now you're unbooked from Fat Club <laughs> on December seventeenth. <laughs> you bring a fun, you bring a fun-loving audience. You bring an Young audience, audience of people. Not as many chubbos as I thought I would bring, but that's. I that's think because you refer to them as chubbos. I think your version <laughs> What's of wrong with that. I think <laughs> they're your, chubby. I think your version of body positivity is tinged with a little bit of self-loathing. That I keep, love my fat tits. <laughs> that keeps some of the chubbos <laughs> at home. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving you some radical honesty here. Oh, some fearless feedback? Well, I'm not here to take <laughs> Oh, I love fearless feedback. <laughs> um, you have a new party in LA, right? At Meatball? Yes, it's called Fat Slut. And it's it was originally supposed to be for, like, gainers and feeders. And then it turned into oh. just, like, a, like, just the audience is, like, everybody. So it's fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, but Chubbos, come on out. We come will on feed out, you. Well, okay, let's, let's ask Macy this question. Um, because you are not a fat person, would you feel offended if Meatball asked, like, tried to book you to perform at Fat Slut? No, I would love it. Because Meatball asked me, it was like, can I ask this person? Would you think they'll get offended? Like, just someone in L.A. that, like, (laughs) we're going to maybe ask to book for the party? I'm like, it's a gig. It doesn't mean you're calling them a fat slut. Well, okay, but see... I feel like that's a litmus test to be like, are you an asshole? Like, if you get offended (laughs) by going to a party that's called fat slut. You know, they're like, uh... It's like, uh... Like, back to you, bitch. Like, shut up! I will tell you, though, when I was booking the Go-Go's, it's easier to just ask them if they're available on that day and then explain <laughs> the, the party after. Because when you say I'm throwing Oh, the party Go-Go dancers. I was like, yeah. you're booking the Go-Go's? Yes, I booked the Go-Go. <laughs> we got the now. beat, honey. We got the <laughs> beat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What what are gigs like in, in New York now? I know that you weren't like full time performing, but it seemed like during the pandemic you kind of came out and started doing more shows, live shows than you were before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your audience like? Yeah. Oh, what's my audience like? It's like deranged uh, <laughs> f slurs and uh, you can and say like, it on um. Show. Oh, good, good, good. It's like deranged <laughs> faggots and um, and like a bunch of trans girls, um, and lesbians. I'm like LGBT. Um, <laughs> it's the we acronym. The no, and then also, I'm, I'm like, sure what? you have like What's the journalists from Pitchfork and the New York Times because you're like you're like a critical darling. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like an opera baby. 
Yeah. I'm kind of the opera baby Annette of Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> and it's it's been really nice. Um, it's, Annette? Opera Opera Daily is there all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sydney Opera House News. Um, no, uh, yeah, who, I I feel like it's literally just like deranged people who are like who like love Azealia Banks, love Nympha Wars, love like uh, a lot of Trixie and Katya fans. Now that I was on oh, their yeah. podcast once, what I, is almost that every like. Well, like almost podcast? every show, almost every show now, I get like a, a bunch of kids that are like, "I heard you on Trixie and Katya. Like, we love, we love you." <laughs> like, yeah, That's it was so yeah. crazy. One like is so huge, it's insane. Um, I one one girl walked downstairs at a gig, and we and she was like in, like. She was like dressed really uh, cool. Um, I don't know if uh, like if she was like a performer or just like you know dressed really like up to the nines. Um, but she just like wandered downstairs, so everyone thought that she like w- was like friends with people, and everyone was kind of like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh, I I heard you on Trixie and Katya. Like I really like loved that episode." I was like, "Oh, okay. Um, see you later. Like here's the drink. Get, get, get out of here." <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, that's so cool. It's amazing to like assist, you know, in people finding what they like on the internet because, God, like, it's almost like they're using their platform for good. Uh huh. Yeah, it's sick. I mean, it did a lot of good to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's so interesting because I, I, I find myself, you know, doom scrolling on social media, sort of weirdly looking at the same shit, like everyone's posting the same article or the same meme on Twitter. Yeah. And you feel like, sometimes you feel like, oh, well, I've seen it all on the internet. And it's just crazy. There are just, there's just so much out there. So when someone you like connects with another person and they go like here i love this person and you get to discover someone new i mean i i love that sort of like that aspect of it and we get to do that all the time on the podcast we get to like yeah i was gonna say same with like uh rainbow spotlight and um and like the tip spot stuff i've followed a lot of people oh yeah that yeah uh well you mentioned people need to know about you i agree you mentioned nympho wars Uh uh-huh uh, Where people and I were talking about this. What, like, so Nympho Wars, you guys did what? Three seasons? We did, we've done two seasons and like a mini series. Okay, two seasons and mini series. We had you yeah. and Theta on Sloppy Seconds sort of kind of shortly before the pandemic. Yeah, it was one it was of our. Right when yeah. the live show happened, which was like one of the last live things I went to. Yeah, I think as we were like coming back from that was like when stuff started like locking down yeah and so um we talked you know that whole episode was a love letter about nympho wars and how obsessed we were with the (laughs) podcast what ended up happening what's going on what are you and theta is there drama or you guys just (gasps) finished with the drama (laughs) (laughs) you're investigating like Um, me we're in the middle of a lawsuit so i can't really no um Ah! uh no there's no there's no drama uh we just like the pandemic happened we were like, you know, dealing with it in our in our like different way. It was like, you know, we're not going to worry about this right now. Right. Um, 
And since then, it's just been like, uh, you know, Theta's been in in Portland a bit. I've been traveling. I've been busy. Um, and try we've like tried to record via Zoom, and it's just like the timing isn't great yeah. because it's all about like timing and reading off of each mm-hmm. other and stuff. Um, Drag us. That's fine. So- we've been doing two hundred episodes. <laughs> <of Zoom. laughs> <laughs> but it's like um it's uh we'll we'll definitely yeah, do something at, at some point but um okay yeah, you heard it here first been... they'll definitely do something at some point <laughs> listener and then and then race chaser will knock it off ah! Uh, that was so fun. I loved I loved that you asked me to do that. That was so fun. I remember when Alaska approached me with that idea, we did this whole thing, and I was like, have you listened to InfoWars? Because <laughs> they did something similar, and basically... That's where we, why we not only threw in the like reference name checked in Infowars, but then thought of having you do a quickie little Caitlin cameo. So, and, the, and then when I went in to record it, I like opened it up, and the first thing I said to Alaska was, "You know, Infowars did this already, right? <laughs> like, it's really cute that you referenced her in it because you're stole, stealing." <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, it was a good listen. Like, it was so funny." <laughs> 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 oh my god good idea uh, yeah that was that was that was funny i was like not really expecting alaska to be that um her impression was kind of brutal that's what i said and then <laughs> then alaska and jack literally everyone involved you know bob like all the people involved were like yeah this is satire this is biting wit this is funny and i was like yeah okay okay because, i was so, like I, none of them ever want to work at world of wonder again so many of the rue girls like, i guess so, yeah. around everything right yes they're so all i think it was more it. surprising yeah. when it wasn't you know a tiptoe because also i think it was surprising because alaska on the podcast is always the one that's like oh give the give them benefit of the doubt you know uh-huh. production uh, you don't. We don't know what's going on, and Willem's like, "Fuck it, burn the building down." <laughs> um, and uh, so it was kind of just surprising to see Alaska kind of in that role a little bit, but it was it was so fun. But I also feel like she maybe felt more free to be in that role because she it was like scripted. So oh, she, a character. She knew, and it was a character. She had a little bit yeah, more control. She's like, I just I just booked the role. I auditioned and I I can't I yeah, I don't have any control. <laughs> um, well, let, with, we're going to talk uh, about a role that you do very well, but right after this We're back, and arguably, I would say, at least in my world, you are the most notable Caitlyn Jenner impressionist on the time. on the internet of all time. Anywhere, like who else does an impression of her? Um, well, Trinity did it on Drag Race, sure. but I think Cher and I did think even She Double by the... Night. She Double by Night. I think oh, is that her Reddit name? Yeah. <laughs> is that her Reddit name? <laughs> Uh, that's so funny. Um, and She Double by Night and Monet Exchange are hosting that Christmas tour. So I love that two queens of oh. color are, you know, in charge. Oh, my God. Wait, I don't really know about the Trinity thing. 
Meeple? She just had a she just had a fake Reddit account. Well, allegedly had a fake Reddit account called She Devil by Night, which was like a black trans woman who would just cape for for uh, Trinity all the time, stick up for her, and talk shit about all the other girls. And finally, someone oh, but asked she her, was like, "I'm a black trans Reddit? woman." Yes. And then someone oh, was okay. like, "Is this your Reddit?" And she was like, "Yes." And then she was like, "No." And then the Reddit got deleted immediately. Oh fuck. <laughs> So all signs point to Trinity, but also she's a little old to be using Reddit. Anyway, I saw that tour. They were very funny together, Monet and uh, Trinity. She double. They're both and, really funny. Yeah, yeah, they're both funny, fun ladies. So who else? Who else is a Caitlyn or impersonator? You know, I ran into Caitlyn once. Are you serious? On a beach. Beach. What? Yes, what happened? Malibu. She was just f- recording herself with a selfie stick walking down the beach with her two dogs. Did, wait, did you get behind her and go, ah? No, she recorded <laughs> us and then her dog, she was like recording me and my friends because we were like fatties and speedos. And she was like talking to her selfie stick. Chubbos. And then Chubbos. We were a bunch of beached whales. And then her dogs kind of harassed what? us and then ran over and harassed this group of people next to us, and then I heard her voice as she walked by, like, yelling at the dogs to stop, and then I screamed, okay, we're gonna have to edit this. I went, <gasps> and then I went, oh my god, it's Caitlyn <gasps> Jenner! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my um, god. That, quick Fox? sidebar, that reminds me um, of uh, <laughs> when I was in Alaska with my friend, actually. Uh, we were in this playground, and this woman comes in the playground, and like, you know, I like, I, uh, I look, uh, <laughs> I look like a lady, but I, uh, have a deep voice. Um, and, uh, so we were like on the playground, like far away and she's like, Hey girls, how's it going? And my friend's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, is there a boy over there? What? Is there a boy over there on the playground? Well, I only see two of you. What's going on? No. And then I was like, no, nothing over here. Sorry. Get your dog. Bye. Oh my God. Do you feel like you have to, do you ever like code switch with your voice? Like, just like in day to day life? A little bit, but, like, just, like, only if it's, like, I'm in line and I don't want to, like, deal Deal with it. it. But I can't really do it. I can't really, like, I'm, like, hi. (laughs) You know, it's, like, it sounds... like you're doing a sketch. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds weirder than if I... It sounds like I'm doing, like, a Jennifer Coolidge impression or something. But, uh, yeah, it sounds weirder than if I just talk normal. Um, Wait, no, I really want to know, who else does Caitlyn? I feel oh. like you are the one. Sharon Needles did it on the uh, on the tour, but like those are the only two I know, Trinity and Sharon. That's not a thing for me, because they what, were Sharon? doing it for like a gig. You're like, do it, you yeah, like have okay. an Instagram, you like do it. I'm like, I wrote this uh, on our notes, I'm like, call Bowen Yang and get on SNL. <laughs> like, they have people do cameo impressions all the time, and... I think they would deal with so much um, uh, like negative feedback if anyone but like a trans performer did Caitlyn and your oh yeah of course performance is so great I'm like you you need to be on the weekend update but here's the thing oh, oh my god no Bowen has 
No, Bowen has encouraged me to uh, audition before, and I'm just like, that sounds so terrifying to be on SNL. Like, I no, just like your offer I... only. They need to just like write you a little <laughs> thing. You you just sit there and talk to the camera. That's it. Not a cast member. Just do your Caitlin on SNL. That's, that's my campaign. But also, what would they use her for? Because like, once her mayoral candidacy thing goes away, it's like. She's just a crazy old Maybe lady. that's when I'll do it, is when she's just completely irrelevant. And it's like, no one's asking for a Caitlyn Jenner impersonation. I'll come in and be like, hey, guys, remember me? <laughs> You're like, my t-shirts, they have an L, a G, a B, a T. Oh, my God. My room oh, right now looks shirts. like a fucking... My room looks like a stock room, like a storage room, because I just have all of these shirts that I'm going to go to uh, Willie Norris's uh, studio to print them all. <laughs> What did the shirts say? Tell the people. They say, okay, so I I started this uh uh meme format because she um <laughs> she came out with a shirt or I don't know if she came out with it or if she was just holding it, but it said uh let's get Biden to quit, which is a ripoff of um of uh as someone who on Twitter who wrote let's get I forget what was happening. It was, let's get someone else to quit. Um, and it's LGBTQ. Oh, um, And uh, so then I, I did one that said Lady Gaga, and it was like lazy and uh, dumb, yikes, go away, go away. Uh, there was one that was Sweet Caroline that was like... I don't remember what it said, but it was an acrostic. <laughs> um, and then a fan of the Caitlyn account, um, they like, uh, and I, I've, t- I only remember their uh, Instagram handle kind of vaguely, uh, so I'm not going to butcher it. But it, they're tagged on the thing on Kate Update. Um, they sent me one that was LGBTQ, and it's. Uh, Oh my god, I don't even remember what it is. It's like uh, uh something got to have a golf cart, uh 3 quarts of sour cream a day. Um It's like all the Caitlyn quotes are in the LGBTQ. Oh, right, 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 right. That's yeah. funny. Got to have a golf cart. <laughs> Lady Gaga's bum knee, gotta have a golf cart, oh, yeah. big heavy natural tits, transvaginal mesh. Three quarts of sour cream a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So are you are you making those shirts? Yes. Uh they we did a big pre-sale and the like the this batch is gonna ship probably like uh next week. We love a merch hustle. We love we a merch do, hustle. We do, we do. <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing Caitlin live or does it just feel like it's it lives as like an internet thing? I know you do the whole face thing. Yeah. So it would be like a makeup job and like whatever, but like could you do a show, like that a full like show? That would be hard to sustain for like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh no, I, it's not hard to sustain. I can definitely like flip <laughs> into it and like live there. I can like live there for sure. Like we've done InfoWars episodes where it's like I'm Caitlin for like a like two hours. Um, but uh but yeah, I've done it. We, I 
Caitlin did like a brief uh, pop up in the Nympha Wars <laughs> show, the live show at the end. Right. And then I hosted a costume contest with Body Hack uh, in New York. They're a party that like raises money for um, people's surgeries and stuff like that. Um, uh, we did, I judged as Caitlin with Chiquitita and oh my God. from Are You the One? Um, as Caitlin, and we judged a costume contest. But yeah, no, that'd be really fun to do like a Caitlyn Cabaret. You should. Caitlyn Cabaret. I mean, <laughs> oh, there it is. You just, you yeah. just sold me on like, it. Call Joe's Pub. Let's get it poppin'. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, do it like uh, Countess Luann style. Yeah, I was about ah! to say very Countess Luann. Yeah. Caitlin, Caitlin sings the standards. Oh yeah, like all like or like Caitlyn just like redoes like Tom Jones Reloaded album. <laughs> I'm so down. That sounds amazing. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. All right. Ooh. <laughs> I'm are down. You, are you uh yeah. are you a holidays person? Do you like to celebrate Christmas and things? I never think about it. I never think about it. <laughs> when it Until it's like a when week it's before. around. Yeah, when it's around, I'm like, this is nice, you know? But I'm not like, oh, I can't wait for Christmas. I gotta tell you. I always I, think Halloween is gonna be fun, and then Halloween is like quite a disappointment. But the it's other always ones a are disappointment. like. I have not had right? a good Halloween in years. That's why I'd rather be on tour for Halloween than try to it's figure like I out love what the, to do. Yeah, the trappings of Halloween are great and like the themes and all that stuff, but um but yeah, it's the the other ones are actually a little more enjoyable cuz they're just like about being chill and getting drunk. Yeah. I Okay, I went and got acupuncture yesterday uh and my acupuncturist has like very hip queer art on the walls and like the interior design of the place is like extremely minimalistic and it's all like, you know, like, like a, like an art fag with a little bit of money. Ooh, just a little. You know, like the bookshelf is very like, what'd you say? Are there plants? No, it's like white walls. Everything is like like really like minimalist, but then there's like some like huge foofy like couch and like, like mm. it's very like taste and aesthetic. And I hadn't okay. been there in a month. I walked in yesterday. There was a winter wonderland, like miniature houses. No, on like layers of like like he had built like layers of stacked boxes with like fake white snow and like at least <gasps> twenty of those winter wonderland houses. I looked up and he had like you know those like light machines you buy on Amazon that have like swirling stars. There were like stars, and then I walked towards the back, pack, past the treatment room to the bathroom. There was an animatronic penguin. Like, like, how does like it make moving. you feel that that's what he spent? Like, that's how much excess money that he has. Well, it wasn't he can wow. decorate his little acupuncture office like that. I, I make it sound like it's like decadent. It wasn't like insanely like lavish. It was just surprising. Now, what I will say is there was no red, white, like no red and green, no, no red, Santa white, and blue. Claus. So it didn't feel like it felt like still had an aesthetic like angle to it like like sort of like okay. an elevated angle but i was like i do not and then i went and i looked at 
one of them closely and i was like oh that's an interesting like winter wonderland house and he was like that one's actually a halloween house but i painted it to look like it was covered in snow because i liked the architecture i was shocked i was so surprised that like when people are really into christmas it kind of surprises me it's weird and it's like it well it can come from anywhere it's like when people are secretly Disney people. I don't know if anyone oh. here is, but like, um, it, like you, it, you can't. There's no like telltale signs of like a Christmas person. You know, you don't know it's coming. You never right. know. Yeah, it's coming. And, and then it only pops up for like a month, and then it goes away. <laughs> yeah, except for the yeah, Disney people, ex- they'll go all year long. <laughs> Disney Just people are year long. Monthly pass, and I see them on there, and I'm like, you went to Disney twice in one week. You drove your ass to Anaheim? <laughs> what if you love it and you got the days off and you already paid for the annual pass? I guess just my version pass. of fun doesn't involve a million strangers. Yeah, it. I mean, that's yeah. true. I'm going to, um, we're going to go to a break real quick, but I want to okay. say this before we do, um, which no, is, is I saw these videos on TikTok where this guy has a season pass to Six Flags, which includes like, discount or free food like there's something with like if you use your season pass you also have access to this certain food area and Uh his he was like i live five minutes from the park Uh, so i'm gonna eat all my meals at six flag for a year or for like whatever and like get get all the money and like i saw him being like okay it's tuesday i got i got here five minutes before the park opened i immediately beelined over here i had a slice of pizza a chicken breast of this and i'm putting this in my bag for lunch and i'm gonna leave i'm like that is a great to eat theme park food that sounds no. like a nightmare. That sounds like it would make me so sick. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have, like, uh, a really, like, lifelong bowel issues. <laughs> he's going to have IBS post this. All right. Well, speaking of From, problems. like, not only the food, but the, like, the roller coasters. Also. Yeah. T- well, is he riding the rides or is he, is he just, just eating and leaving? Eat. He's That's just going to eat. He's just food-based. That's just it's such just a waste. food-based. Of- just go to the- Okay. You know what? We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about sex stuff. We're going to take a break on that one. We're going to take a break on that one. Bushwick was so fun this year. I was on a lot of It was sick. It was sick. And it felt great because it was like, oh, thank God we're out of the pandemic. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, everyone was just like, woo! Spitting in, in each mouth. other's mouth. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, literally. They're like, everyone's doing bumps off of each other's assholes. That's <laughs> well, where I got so them. fucked up at Bushwig. <laughs> I got fucked up at Bushwig. Like, super I, fucked up. I think we ran Minnie into each Horowitz. other. Yeah, we did. Mini Horowitz gave me a... a um, mushroom chocolate thing and um i, I just like that. could not i think I, it was when i ran into bitch puddin and she was like hey i was like uh, hey uh, like <laughs> i just like could not keep it together i was like ah <laughs> did you talk to azalea banks no because <laughs> she was like very nervous about uh people's reaction to her at that thing yeah she must have I mean, read the comments know, I understand that people like. I mean, I I don't stand Azalea Banks. I realize that she says a lot of uh, you know objectionable things, but 
I will never not like her music and I like defend her in being like a, like she's allowed to be messy, you know? Yeah. Um right. but uh uh yeah, I think that she was just like uh people were rightfully upset that she was there for certain reasons because she was getting paid a lot and none of the performers were getting paid really. Right. Or there was like a fucked up kind of like system of like um who got paid and who didn't. Um, but she was incredible. She's always incredible. And it isn't, Meepo, weren't you talking about, like, oh, she I was, was s- scared because of her stalker? Her stalker, which was Is just that crackhead, crackhead Barney. Crackhead Barney. <laughs> crackhead yeah. Barney. We were I all had like, no idea that that's who she, like, cleared the dressing room for. Like, she didn't want her anywhere yeah, near Yeah, everyone her. was like, who's this stalker that, like, Azalea's talking about? And it's just Crackhead Barney, who's, like, right by the stage. <laughs> yes, right by the stage, records a video of her. But I remember, so I went down into the basement area to, to bitch's dressing room which was enormous and um one of the i don't know people working the event that wasn't associated with bushwig it was like a venue employee was explaining mm. to us about the stalker and then she was like and the stalker was like outside when she left like just outside watching her get into her car leave and i was like who is it and she pointed over and she was like it was that girl covered in chalk <laughs> 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 You're like, oh, the girl who just who, performed, like yeah, who was booked to perform. <laughs> the girl there. who knows everyone and makes um, amazing videos on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> um, she's so good. Let's she's talk so about funny. sex. A. It's now time Let's for our favorite segment. Fuck talk. <laughs> Macy, you be fucking. You be up to the fucking sometimes. Um, yeah, I, uh, I just had a really weird thing where I, like, I've had a few guys who, um, got really, like, pushy and obsessed after we fuck, so I'm taking a little break right now, but, you know, I like to fuck. That is, like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Have you ever found yourself... Un, sort of unknowingly becoming the pushy and obsessed person has that ever happened to unhinged you? oh of course <laughs> mostly when yes. i was younger yeah mostly when i was younger i think now i'm like if someone ghosts me or is giving me uh signals that they're not interested in furthering our courtship i'm <laughs> fine with it and i just accept it and i'm like you know it's like they're they're totally like within their um it's like totally vi- valid that they like you know don't want to fuck again, right? Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've definitely been that person, gotten upset, gotten in my feelings. Because for me, I'm always like I'm trying to figure out. What is what are you spritzing? Oh, uh, <laughs> rose water. I was like, is that rose water? Because it's so dry. Yeah, you need the you need the moisture. It's fucking dry as hell in this room. But I'm you know I'm gonna spritz too. Oh okay. Um, for me, it's like I sometimes I also freak out because <gasps> I think to myself, is it. Do I actually... Now, what are you put scritting on, Meeple? Just, yeah, that looks gorgeous. I don't know what it is. Evian? Quadali? Perry? Quadali? Quadali? Quadida? You're like, it's... it's what water? Schlee? Grape water. It soothes and moisturizes. Oh. Water for hydration. It's just wine. It's, I'm just <laughs> spritzing myself with wine. Wine! Um, <laughs> 
Better than me at it. You're better vocalist. Wait, I'm this is what I I've been say warming up that. throughout the episode. Don't <laughs> you don't you feel like sometimes the pressure if someone ghosts you and then you find yourself like over messaging or whatever? Is it really that you? For me, sometimes e- e- I, the hookup wasn't even that great. I'm just surprised at mm-hmm. how hot they are, or like it, it's more <laughs> about some weird societal pressure where it's like I want that person on my arm for everyone to see that yeah. person on my arm because mm. sometimes the sex isn't even that great, and I'm like trying like maybe we could have better sex the second time, and then I find myself like being a psycho by over texting them. I'm like this is crazy because it wasn't even that good. It's just like it's some other force that's you know motivating me to do that am i alone in that or it's like no yeah or it's like some like like every hookup is so kind of uh incompatible or like bad (laughs) in some way that like when there's like an ounce of like something that you're like that could be you could be with me then it's like uh (laughs) you know you feel like you have to like hold on to that and like you know my precious that's like i feel like how it uh happens for me most of the time yeah. Yeah. Same. Well, same. Not anymore, but How long have you been in your relationship? Well, this uh, this re- this reminded me of like a long time ago. I was this when I used to live in New York when I lived oh. on the lower on the lower, lower east side. side. Is that where you live? Oh. Yeah, I lived on the lower east side. Um I was talking to this guy on some app and then we hooked up and then he blocked me. But I thought we had a great time. We spent, like, we hooked up. We went out drinking. We went back to my apartment, hooked up again, like, hung out the next morning. And then he went home and blocked me. And so then I made multiple accounts to try to figure out why. (laughs) And he was like, can you just stop messaging me? Like, I just don't see this going anywhere. And I was like, but we spent so long together. Like, we were best friends for two days. Like, I was crazy. (laughs) I was also young, and I didn't realize that that was uh, not okay behavior. It is weird when they just drop off, though, after everything seems totally fine. Um, It's alarming. I get it. But my behavior was weirder than theirs. To make more counts of the... Yeah, so it's like, (laughs) we can't justify that behavior. I also feel like we all talk... I mean, not we all talk, but I definitely talk a big game about over communication i'm like if you're not feeling someone just say like this isn't gonna work out so that they at least know and there's a period on the sentence yes i do want to um read from you some screenshots that i received from a podcast listener who then hit me up on scruff who i then oh my god ghosted and then they dragged me to filth so oh my god (laughs) so you never met up with this person nothing happened right and I screenshot okay. these. So they sent me a picture of their dick. This is how it started. Send me a picture of their Beautiful dick. Beautiful cock. Would love a BJ. That was the opening message from Okay. Them. Uh, that's a chop. <laughs> you know? I that's a surefire way to like not be taken seriously. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I respond, when? <laughs> uh, that's when you made the first mistake. Not even he a high. says... Now, come to my place. Able to? Question mark. I say, not tonight. He responds, uh-huh. when? Question mark. Oh. Couple days go by. I hit him back up and I say, hi. He says, hi. Sorry, just seeing this. How are you? I didn't respond. Two days later, he says, you available tomorrow? I didn't respond. He then says, hey, another dick pic. Need a good sucking. 
I finally respond and I say, where are you? Can you send me? And then I said, face picture, question mark, because his profile has pictures, but the, no face. My profile oh, is God. my everything. He says he's in Glendale. He sends a body picture that includes his face slightly obscured by the phone far away Rude. from the mirror. Bitch. And he says, Stocky This is a poltergeist. Here. I need a headshot. He says, Stocky here. Meanwhile, he's not. He's like thin and in good shape. I said, cool. <laughs> he says, host or travel. I can host. And then he hits me with the, you chat and then disappear for a long time. I'm confused. I responded Uh with, sorry, working. Yeah. Then he says, I understand. Are you around tomorrow or Saturday? Question mark. Then another question mark because I don't respond. Then here comes the fire. It's been like three days. Meanwhile, in my mind, after looking at this chat, this is like, girl, it's not happening. Like, we're just missing each other. It's not happening. We're barely, there's barely sentences in the communication. Here's where it goes. He goes, make sure you talk on your podcast about respecting others, etc. Because you're a great <gasps> example. Okay. So we Fuck lost a fan. And I respond, oh, thanks. <sighs> Because he said, you're a great example. So I said, oh, thanks. Exclamation point. He responds, not a compliment. Just proves the amount of bullshit. And I said, I'm confused. And he says, you keep ignoring messages, even though it's very simple to say you're busy, which is disrespectful. Then you and your buds talk about how gays should respect each other. Major bullshit. So don't talk about others being f- <laughs> don't talk about others being full of bullshit on your podcast because you're the same. The minute someone shows interest in a chubby guy, he turns into a diva. No. I can't believe he just called you chubby, not fat. Like, <laughs> why is he complimenting you? I responded with a diva? That seems like a stretch. And then he blocked me. Yay! Jesus Christ. But That's do a you, nightmare. Okay. Do you feel like you weren't respecting him? No, I feel like we, I feel like <sighs> Scruff is not texting. Being yeah. on an app feels like a game. At a certain point when you're on the app for so long, so we've all been like horny on a, a scruff, a grinder, a tinder, or whatever, and you just go like swipe, 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 or click, click, click. You're or like, possessed and sucked into the phone. Yes. yes, exactly. And you go like, I don't even know. Like, I have like woofed at people and sent messages to people, and then they start engaging, and I like look back at their profile, and I'm like, oh, I'm not into this. Well, was... Why did I even send <laughs> them you that were, message? You were playing the game. You were a horny little phone monster. Exactly. And so for me, I would understand disrespect if we had exchanged names, talked about scheduling, when are you available, when do you want to come talked over, about literally whatever. anything. Yeah. He said, want to suck my dick today? Need a good I suck. said, when? Am, when? Oh, and then we like missed each other and we both went offline. There, was, there wasn't even enough to have been disrespectful. And if he was a true listener of this podcast, he knows that we don't schedule sex because it never works out. So well, being like, I, are it you never fucking tomorrow? works out. It never fucking works out. This, yeah. a, a similar thing happened the last time I had an issue with this was uh, this guy came over. It was like, oh, you want to come over right now? Great. Okay, we had sex. Um, he was like, you know, I'd be uh, into making this like a regular thing. I'm like, you know, we'll see. I'm like, you know, very busy. Um, and 
I get a text. I'm like shooting a music video the next week and I start getting all these texts and he FaceTimes me. And my Ah. friend like answers the FaceTime because I'm like shooting the video and she's like back there. Um, And he's like, I look at the text and he's like, I see that you're like still on Grindr. Ah. Um, And I'm like, literally must have left the app open like haven't hooked up with anyone since we talked or whatever and i guess i missed like one of his text messages also i'm one of those people with like 300 unopened text messages at any given point you know yeah um i just don't look at my phone like that but he's like he's like basically like oh i know what you've been doing you've been like hooking up with all these guys I'm like, I didn't know we were fucking married, dude. Right? Like, yeah. what is going on right now? And uh, he was like, he was, he was like, don't be childish. <laughs> After I said that, and I was like, I'm literally just like, you sound insane. I'm not like, I'm not doing this. And then he said something about like, um, have fun spreading your viruses all over town. Oh, and okay. I was like. Are you telling me that you gave me something? Like, yeah. what is going on? And he was like, he was like, if I was telling you that, I would have said it. And I was like, okay, I'm disengaging. I'm blocking you. Goodbye. And he did give me something. He gave oh. me a fucking STI. Oh my and god! Never, it's on. It's the first STI I've ever had, and uh, it was uh, uh, in my fucking new pussy. So fuck that guy. But it's all fuck it's all good now. That guy. That's <laughs> fucked up. So he knew. He knew. He must have known. He was like, "I'm full of chlamydia," and, and I I'm gave like, it to "Give her. it to this beautiful yeah, lady." Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Girl, uh, that's yeah, fuck these these uh, phone apps have ruined us. Yeah, we can't have conversations normal anymore. It's insane. And like, yeah, it's just like the expectations are psycho. The the people, like, there's no way to like tell anyone's vibe. Like, you don't know like what even if you have a good rapport on the phone, you can like totally not vibe in person. Like it's totally just like broken. Yeah. And we overstep the like meeting in person to like check it out. Like at this point, I don't know anybody who's using Grinder to meet up with people and then like go to a club. It's literally Meet no. up for sex. It's like you're not trying to get to know them better. No, all, of, all them. of them are like that too. Tinder is like that. Yeah. There's one. There's one that I like called Fields. That is more like um, if I get sick of like uh, the like um, the like gruff men of Grinder, like they're too like sex focused, and I want a little more like romance. Then I go to Field, which is like a, like guys who like I don't know like juggle or like go to House of Yes or like um, <laughs> it, it, it do hacky sack or something. They're a little more oh. like I'm a sapiosexual. Like I go to Burning, <laughs> like that kind of vibe. Um, and there, it's a lot of like bisexual, pansexual, sapiosexual guys. Okay. Um. Uh. But yeah, all of them are the fucking same. They're all the same. Oh my god! Trash. It's just yeah. It's complete trash. And I feel like it's, that's why I, I feel like I don't really have new friends in the world. Like, I feel like no, everyone that's on you. that I'm. No, don't blame it on the, don't blame that on the apps. That's on you. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, you should go down to your post office and say hello to Claudia, okay? <laughs> you want to make friends. That's a friend. Meet somebody. That's a friend. Meet somebody. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just feels wild that that thing of having a good rapport on Instagram or having a good rapport on Scruff and then you meet up in real life and you're like, wait, we don't click at all. Yes, at yeah. all. I feel like that happens all in the fact, time. In fact, you suck and I'm scared. Like, right. you know. It's so wild. Well, listen, Macy, we've made it to the end of the episode. We thank you so thank much you for so being much for with being us here. here on Sloppy Seconds. Thank you. I love I love coming. <laughs> we oh. do too. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Come on, everybody tonight. Um, okay, so people can get uh you printed didn't you press vinyl on your album? Yes, we have vinyl on uh accidentalpopstar.com, I think is the website, my label. Um and we have the Caitlyn shirts via the Kate Update uh, Instagram. Um, South by Southwest is March 18th, I think. Ooh. Um, me and Cheeky Tita are doing a uh, Cheek to Cheek uh, Gaga album uh, uh, thing where oh, I will be playing Tony Bennett. My God. Uh, oh, no. That's later this month. Oh, <laughs> so no. look out for that. Oh, my um, God. I think that's all that I'm that I'm plugging right now. Oh, and I have and a residency. Come on, Christmas. everybody, for the first. Yeah, and I love Christmas. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Christmas. Send me all the. I actually do love the bitch who stole Christmas. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it, but I love oh, that. Movie. What were your highlights? Uh, what Tell were your highlights? highlights? Well, first of all, RuPaul just being played by like a regular woman in her young age. Oh, um, yes. what was it? Didn't that look, like, was amazing. They it was even, incredible. They didn't even like put drag makeup on her. She no. was just no, like just also, regular woman in that same wig. Why wasn't it Simone? Like you gave everyone else a role. Like Simone could have played young you. No, I love that it was just like unknown actress, just like with RuPaul's <laughs> voice. Um what else did I love? Uh, I loved I loved the guy for some reason, the like love interest. He he kept cracking me up when he walked in with the flowers upside down. Yeah, um, and his like wife choices. in the clock tower. Our whole his thing, like dead wife. What we kept saying I was to like, "Fuck that guy." On paper, on paper, it was really, really campy, and obviously, yeah. it was campy to look at. But they didn't shoot it like a Dumb and Dumber movie. Like it didn't mm. look like like it should have been like what were those Leslie Nielsen films from back in the day? Naked Top Gun, gun. Naked like gun. airplane, oh yeah, airplane, yeah, yeah. Hours, yeah, airplane, naked gun. Like it needed someone like that to direct it because I think on paper it was meant to be really campy. They went into it thinking they were doing camp, like her taking notes on yeah. her typewriter inside of her purse. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it didn't. It kind of just looked like a Hallmark movie, and it. Shouldn't. But do you think that they yeah. thought like, oh, these drag queens playing women are is like camp enough? Maybe, girl. Maybe straight people did everything outside of you know the World of Wonder stamp of approval and the writing. Yeah, I think that they like. They also like all of it is shot on green screen. Like, yes. <laughs> so Wasn't that, that probably limited crazy? it too. Oh, what about really at wild. the very end in the last scene? RuPaul's body double just turned backwards <laughs> at the chair, and they're all like clapping and being like a happy. And then it would shoot to the wide shot, and it's just like RuPaul's wig on some random person. <laughs> I bet it was Raven. Oh my god, they are the same color. Um. And then, you know, when that they made that lady uh, hump pork chop in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. 
fully clothed. On a green yeah, I like that. Just I really like that. I you would. What kind of mushroom edible did you eat while you were watching it? That's my question. <laughs> All right. Um, if you're listening and you have not yet listened to Unbelievable Animals, go download, buy, Ooh. purchase, get the vinyl. Support Macy Rodman. You can find her at Macy Rodman at Kate Update. Check out the gigs. Check out the shows. We thank you for being with us. Meatball, you want to take us Thanks out? Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball and our Twitters are Big Dipper Jelly and Fat Drag Meatball. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye! 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 Doodle-doo-doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.